Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski piataya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis piataya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Mammon Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your hosts, Gary Dodge. And Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Yvonne Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I'd like to remind everyone that we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Hi, guys. So um, just first thing off the bat, can you um, update us on who is available to be vaccinated right now? Yes. So right now we're finishing up the 1B section, um, but this morning we received an all email from Jonathan Wilbur, our tribal administrator. Um, he said that we're moving forward and vaccinating all tribal employees at this point. Um, today from 1230 to 4, they're having a walk-in vaccination clinic at the Menominee High School, Menominee Indian High School. Um, no appointments needed. Um, and, you know, it's available, obviously, while supplies last. Um so yeah, so we're moving forward on on uh, all of our tribal employees. We're working on our elders over the age of 55 and anyone that has any sort of autoimmune or immunocompromised condition. Um, and that's for anyone that is in the um, county and or reservation borders. Can you still transmit the virus after being vaccinated? The answer is yes, and that's because the vaccines are 95% effective at protecting you from the va- or from the virus and from getting infected. So while that's a pretty amazing rate for a vaccine, it still means you have about a 5% chance that you could contract COVID. And in the event that you did get sick, you still could transmit that to other people despite being vaccinated previously. Um, this kind of goes with that question as well. Do we need to continue to wear masks and social distance after being vaccinated? And if so, why? At this point, uh, the answer is a yes. And um, it comes down to a numbers game. At this point, nationally, there are only about 17% of the population that have been vaccinated. In Wisconsin, um, that proportion is slightly lower. It's only about 14% of the population. Um and so even at the most optimistic levels, that's nowhere near herd immunity, which is, you know, has been moved from 50 to 60 percent up to the, you know, 70 to 90 percent range. So, yes, you'd still need a mask because there still is that, you know, potential for for spread. Um, all said, all, all said, the, the tribe's actually ahead of the curve as far as vaccinating the population. And we've vaccinated about 2,200 community members at this point. Um, but the surrounding areas are still lagging behind. So still take those precautions, you know, wear those masks, do social distancing while you're out shopping in the, in the communities and surrounding areas. Kind of off the cuff question for you. Yeah, yeah, go for so it. So if you're, you're socializing with people that You've been vaccinated. They've been vaccinated. What's the rules there? I have I have to uh, to weigh in on the side of caution. Stay, you know, social distance still. Please, um, you know, use masks if they're not within your immediate household. Um, but yes, it it is safer 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 if everyone has been vaccinated at this point. Can you take pain relievers after getting your COVID vaccine? to help deal with side effects? 
All right. So first, let me state for the record, not a doctor, and this answer shouldn't be taken as medical advice. So keep that in mind. Um, I do know, however, that Dr. Schlegel has recommended Tylenol or acetaminophen for individuals that have been uh, experiencing some more exaggerated side effects following the vaccination. Um, But, and that's a big but, but this was after that patient um, had given the doctor a full list of symptoms and the timeline of onset. Um, We don't want anyone self-medicating following vaccination because we don't know if they're accidentally masking some of the initial symptoms of, you know, a potentially serious reaction. Um, So if you're experiencing heavy COVID-like symptoms following your vaccination, you know, call the Menominee Tribal Clinic and consult with one of the medical providers and see what they recommend based on your medical history and, you know, your associated symptoms. Um, is the vaccine safe for those with autoimmune disorders? We're going to say yes with an asterisk on this one. And here's why. Um, They're still not sure how effective uh, the vaccines will be for individuals with autoimmune disorders um, because those demographics are typically excluded from a lot of the preliminary studies that the vaccine needs for approval, like, you know, the phase three trials that you hear um, for the EUAs or the emergency use authorizations. Um, additionally, the vaccine also depends on, um, you know, your immune response naturally generating antibodies and T cells. And if you're on medications or have a medical condition that alters your body's ability to generate normal T cells, um, you know, a patient might not reach that 95% protective threshold that's normally seen, um, within the vaccine, um, in, in other groups of the population. You know, all said and done, though, receiving a vaccine for someone that has an autoimmune disorder is is far safer than them, you know, contracting the virus and trying to fight it off. So we still recommend that even if they have an autoimmune disorder, they get vaccinated. Okay, so there's um, some talk about having a third dose for the Pfizer right now. Um, Will we be required to have more than two shots at some point? Right now, we're not planning on administrating a third dose, and to my knowledge, the manufacturers haven't recommended a third dose. Uh, Now, this isn't to say that you're not going to need another COVID vaccine later on down the line um, in the future, because they're still working on a lot of the long-term studies regarding how long the COVID immunity lasts. So, you know, this may be like a flu shot where we need, you know, one a year. Um, We don't know that yet. But right now, we're not doing like a series of three shots all in a row for protection. Okay, how long? Or how does the um, new Johnson and Johnson vaccine compare to Pfizer and Moderna in terms of effectiveness? So Johnson and Johnson, depending on the studies and the trials they've been looking at, is been effective between sixty six and about eighty five percent effective at preventing people from getting inf- affected with COVID nineteen. However, uh, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine only requires one dose. So it should be noted also that Johnson & Johnson hasn't been given an emergency use authorization or an EUA by the CDC. So right now, Johnson & Johnson vaccine isn't even available in the U.S. for us. Okay, will the tribe be receiving Johnson & Johnson vaccines in the future? Uh, That really depends on whether or not it gets an EUA. Um, And also, if the state decides to start purchasing doses of Johnson & Johnson, we partnered with the state for, you know, um, procurement and distribution of the vaccine. So if they decide to go with that in the future, you know, we might start using it. Um, But as of right now, we're just using the Moderna vaccine. Okay, thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? 
thank you thank you for all your efforts um we're, we've maintained a pretty low level of uh new covid um infections at this point uh the community is doing a great job of, of keeping it out of the community and we just recommend that you know people keep up the precautions they've been doing to make sure that um, we don't have pockets of covid popping back up and stuff so thank you for that YWANN for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts. We do weekly updates with Vaughn and we welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. So please send those to us via email at podcast at mitw.org.